Welcome to the OP Podcast for entrepreneurs who want to find more meaning in life and more profitability in business. Today, you'll hear from an entrepreneur just like you as they share a tip or two about optimizing life and business. Let's join the conversation. Hello, and welcome to Optimize Profitability Season 2. This is part three of a four-part series titled The Only Four Ways to Increase Profits in Your Business. These are the core fundamentals that every business needs to understand. My host today is business coach, Lau Leeds. So Lau, let's kick it off into part three. Awesome. Uh, this is a fun series to me. I've read books about this. You can search us online, but seriously, don't try to challenge me. Just go with the flow. There are three, there are four ways that you can increase profitability in your business and only four ways. Everything else is going to feed off of those four ways. So in session one, we covered how to get more customers, more leads. In session two, we covered how to get customers to come back more frequently. Now in session three, we're going to talk about how to increase the amount customers spend with you. So Matthew, have you ever gone to McDonald's by any chance? All the time. What happens when you buy a hamburger there? Would you like some fries with that? <laughs> Would you like some fries with that? <laughs> that is the ultimate upsell. Upsell is the key. How, when somebody's already purchasing something, and this is huge, just psychology. If I bring my wallet and I'm purchasing something for you and you add something onto that for a little bit extra, I'm more likely to go ahead and pay for that because I've already built trusts in who you are as a, as a business. Does that make sense? Yep. So once my wallet's out, once I've made a purchase, it's more likely for me to make that purchase again with you or to make more purchases. I mean, Matthew, have you ever been on Amazon and you ordered a t-shirt, let's say, and they suggested another item to go with that? It happens all the time. All or the time. you bought, let's say you bought an electronic thing. Did they ever ask you, like if you bought a TV, did they ever say, hey, the other people that bought this would buy this also? All the time. <laughs> what happens on the checkout page? Other customers who more stuff. <laughs> exactly. So Amazon is a good example of this. eBay, not so much because eBay is built by individual customers, whereas Amazon has an integrated system, which if you're going to have an increased average spend, you want to have an integrated system so you can suggest items. So let's say I buy a TV. What might be a suggested item, Matthew? A suggested item for a TV would probably be like a, a TV stand, a TV mount, or maybe they would sell Amazon Fire TV because you plug it right on the TV and bam, smart TV. There you go, exactly. Or even a cord. Oh yeah, that's simple. Cord. Or a new remote. <laughs> or a new <laughs> remote. Well, hopefully it comes with a remote. But yeah, that's the point. So it's <laughs> simple to think about that. So think about in your businesses, what are some upsells you can have? So Matthew, I know we talked last week and we're, I'm kind of doing coaching with you on this. I hope you kind of feel that as we go through these processes. I do. Um, but last week you talked about you do, um, what did you say, digital storefronts, e-commerce uh, type stuff? Yes, digital storefront is what we're talking about. Okay. So if somebody gets a digital storefront from you, what might be something you could offer them in addition to that that would increase their spend for that one order? I could offer, I guess what we're doing now, additionally, Facebook ads? Facebook ads. Okay. So you can do ads okay. for those. So you create this digital storefront and then you help them by getting ads. Well, to get ads, they have to be on a Facebook page, right? And if they don't have a Facebook page, right. you might have to sell them a Facebook page. Social media branding. Exactly. And so <laughs> you see how a single item can spread into multiple items. If I go to the store, if I go to McDonald's, I buy a hamburger, they're going to ask if I want fries with that. What's the next question? Would you like a drink with that? Yes. Would you like Would to you add like a drink? 
Hey, if you, if you make it a meal deal, it's only 25 cents more and you get a drink. They do that all the time. More or dollars more. <laughs> or, you know, you go to a sandwich shop. Hey, do you want a cookie? Do you want a brownie? Want chips with that? You want chips? Exactly. And so you see this in the food industry really well because they've got this thing called a point of sale. A point of sale means when somebody's currently purchasing something, you offer them something in addition to it. Have you gone through a grocery store aisle recently, Matthew, and there's maybe some candy or gum along the side of it? Yes, they've actually, okay, here's something really cool. I'm not going to go too far deep, on, <laughs> deep end, but people love Reese's frozen. So they put the Reese's in front of your ice cream and they put it in a little container. So when you open the door, hey, would you like Reese's with this ice cream? And it's like a quick <laughs> little upsell. It's weird, but it's good. Yeah, so it used to be in the old school, they only put magazines next, they had a magazine rack next to the cashier station. Then they realized when people get magazines, they're more likely to buy like something like a gum. So they'd have little small candies, specifically for the kids, but then they got to do an adults. And then they said, well, if somebody would buy the little five cent or 10 cent candies, let's put the dollar candies in there. And they added more candy. So that's why when you go buy a grocery store, there's candies and gum and magazines. And what have they added recently, Matthew? Do you know? Like in the last five to 10 years? I'm starting to see that they're starting to add like small house items that you just don't think about until you're right there, like batteries. Okay, so batteries, little things, but I'm thinking more along the lines of sodas. At the oh, end of yeah, the cash the register. vending machines. Yeah, yeah. So and at you the feel end like of the you cash... want to grab it. Yeah, because uh -huh. you're dehydrated or whatever. You're just like, I need a quick drink. Exactly. Smart. So you've gone grocery shopping inside the store. Now you're fixing to leave and you know you're going to get in your hot car if it's summertime. Yep. So you're going to need something to drink. So why not put a refreshing cold drink instead of buying one off the shelf that's not refrigerated? We're going to put a refrigerator right up front next to the cash register so you buy it. That is a point of sale. So when you have a point of sale, if you want to get customers to spend more, now what about if you don't have a physical item you could sell them? What's another way to service? So let's say I'm a plumber. If I'm a plumber and I come and I... I work on your plumbing and I fix your pipes. Is there an upsell to that? What are you going to do? Sell them a wrench? Not really, but the, yeah. it's all service-based. So like, all right, if they fix their bathroom, for example, I guess they would ask for a referral, maybe? Okay, so referrals goes back to our previous ones of getting leads. This is getting that customer to spend more. Okay, so if we're going to get our customer oh, to spend okay. more, we got to think about it. So there was a, a plumbing company or... Uh, excuse me, not a plumbing company, a garage door company. They fixed our garage door. And you know what they did? They offered us a monthly or yearly maintenance plan. That's genius. And I got to use that. That increases <laughs> the, so here we paid $1,600 or whatever it was for the door. And now for an additional one or $200, we have a maintenance plan. But what did that cost? What do they do? They created a customer to, that's already spending money and took a little bit extra money. So they can come back. And what happens if something breaks on it? Who are we going to call? them not exactly else, them. so do you see how taking that one concept of increasing the average spend actually gets your customers to come back more frequently which is the previous lever that's genius isn't that genius <laughs> so you want to create this this experience for your customer not only do you have suggested items but the more experience you give that customer the longer they want to get set there starbucks is a prime example oh yeah. <laughs> Does Starbucks, do they, their, their whole business model is based on increasing your average spend. Did you know that? Yes, I've noticed. So they, they get you to come in coffee. there. Do what? 
they get you addicted to coffee and then raise the prices. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about increasing the price. That's a whole different subject. We're talking about increasing the spend, but they started offering um, cookies and muffins and stuff to start with, biscottis and stuff like that. Well, biscottis dry, so that's going to drink more coffee, so that's going to make you want more coffee. But they also created an environment where you can sit there more, more, more frequently. So they've created an environment where I'm going to invite my friends to come there. So we're going to spend more because now there's two or three of us hanging out there. And if we're there for a long time, we're going to have to eat something. And you know what? They're playing music on the, on the sound thing. Oh, look right there beside the register. There's this really interesting thing. It's, this is the CD that we're playing on the sound system. If you want one of these, this is an exclusive from Starbucks only. Oh, since you're here frequently, did you know that we also sell these cups? And if you buy this cup, you get a special discount on your da 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 Yep. <laughs> okay. You see, I dare you to go in and just sit back. If you really want a, a crash course in how to increase the average spend, sit in front of the cash register at a Starbucks and watch what people do. They're creating experience. They're offering you cookies and CDs and special things. Eventually they got t-shirts and hats and all this kind of stuff. Why do they do that? They're creating the experience. When you create an experience, your customers are more likely to spend more. It's that simple. The more likely they feel like they're joining you, we talked about this last week, uh, but the more likely they feel like they're joining something that's important to them, the more likely they are to spend more money with you. So the key here is called make the customer a hero. Matthew, what do you think that means? Make the customer a hero. I feel like you got to make them feel special. Like they are the ones helping you. They feel like they're the they're the reason why you're succeeding and they feel special on the inside. You exactly. now I'm feel a part of you, you know? <laughs> right. And see, Matthew, you're good with this kind of stuff. So if I feel like I'm connected to you and I'm more and I, I want to be more connected to you, what am I gonna do? I want to buy more stuff from you. <laughs> yeah, pretty That's much. <laughs> if Matthew is my best friend in the whole world and I get to spend time with him, I might have to buy his digital storefront and I might have to buy some social media from him to meet him again. Just kidding. <laughs> That's yes, a <pretty> idea. <laughs> So a lot of times we miss out on creating the customer to be the hero. We think we're the hero that's solving this big problem for them. But if you want them to buy more from you, make them the hero. That's huge. All right. So we want to increase it. Think about this in a different way. A lot of people do sales. So they want to increase the value. So they'll say, buy one, get one half off. Is that a good or bad deal, Matthew? What do you think? From a customer perspective. Mm. A buy one, get one sounds better than a buy one, get half off because you still have to pay for the second item. But buy one, get half off doesn't really attract me at all. Okay. And usually, okay, y'all, I'm not going to go off a little tangent there. Okay, so we're going to keep <laughs> off tangent. But the point is, if I say buy one, get one half off, you may not that may not draw you in, right? But what if right. you're standing at the cash register and you're buying the Reese's that's frozen and they said, hey, you know, if you add another one on there, we'll give it to you for half price. you don't think about it too long. So you actually do do it. Do you see the difference? I do see the difference. It's the presentation, the way to do it. Exactly. So having a buy one, get one half off sell or that lead generation, that first lever doesn't work in this concept. However, you get somebody at your cash register and you offer them a second item at half price. They're 90% likely to buy it. I say 90%. That's just a random made up number, but you get the point. <laughs> so that is called the point of sell. Ask them something they can do to upsell. Ask them additional thing they can, they can add to it, but also offer them something, but don't be afraid to ask them for more money. 
if somebody comes into my store and they're buying, well, let's go to uh, Home Depot. If you go buy a stove there, they're going to ask you what? Do you know? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to Home Depot and you buy a stove, they're going to ask you, what kind of cord do you want with that? Do you want us to install it for you? Do you want us to deliver it for you? Do they do all that? All those things become <laughs> part of the process. So you see how increasing the average spins comes with a customer service, but you're also helping the customer out. You're helping them by, by allowing them things that are in addition to it. Now, it's important to note on this part that when you offer them something, make sure whatever you're offering them is in line with what they are currently buying. So if I came in and I purchased a stove and I went to the checkout and they said, oh, by the way, do you need a saw with that? Saw? <laughs> that wouldn't I, work, would it? I just don't think about these things. Like, I guess I don't go into Home Depot enough to like buy those things. <laughs> well, I know, but think about it. If, you're, if you go in there for a, a stove, they're not going to try to sell you a saw because that does not align with your current purchase. So if you want to increase the average spend order, you've got to have it aligned with. Now, Matthew, I saw you looking down at your phone. Are we at our 20 minute mark yet? Yeah, I was about to say, like, we're getting pretty close to five minutes. <laughs> okay, so we're at our five minute mark. So I always I want to make these, these podcasts, I want them to be valuable, but I want to be as short and to the point. I want us to stay in 15 to 20 minutes because an hour long podcast is just way too long for people to really get some value yeah. out of it. So let's recap what the value is from this one. Number one, if you want people to spend more money per order, make sure you have some kind of associated item to go with it. Make sure you have a point of sale system and don't be afraid to ask for the sale when they're checking out. People are a lot more likely to, to buy when they're currently checking out on their current situation. Uh, but make sure you create an experience for them so when they check out, that experience become, makes them feel like they're part of something bigger. Again, that's that lever. So lever number one was to bring in more leads. Lever number two, is to bring them back more often. Now, lever number three is to increase the profits. And again, if you did 20% at each level, you increased 20% more customers and you increased 20% more frequency and you increased 20% more, more per spend, you've just increased your business by 60% with three levers. Think about that. So in the last three things we've talked about in the last three sessions, you could take each of those, take these little podcasts, watch them over two or three times. If you do need to have an hour, watch all of them together, uh, but make sure you're taking notes and taking action on it. Did you do three? <laughs> I was listening to you. <laughs> so I'm Lyle. This has been Optimized <laughs> Profitability. I'm Matthew. This is episode three of four of our, our, of our four-part series titled Four Ways to Increase Your Profits in Business. Come join us next week for our last part of part four of our series four. Sorry, now I'm getting all weird here. <laughs> so in other words, there's four parts. We're on part three. Come next week to part four. This is the final lever of how you can increase profits. The only four ways you can increase profits in your business. My name is Lyle. This has been Optimized Profitability and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the OP Podcast. Join the conversation on Facebook or look us up online at OptimizeProfitability.com. And always remember, you were born with a purpose. Now, go live like you believe it.